You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Hey everybody, as you've probably heard me plug on Remember the Game, we have a Patreon full of hundreds of extra podcasts. The library over there has gotten huge, so I thought I'd start giving away a free episode every month right here on the regular Remember the Game feed. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, subscriptions start at just $2 a month, and you get a new expansion pass every Thursday. We also have a gaming news show called Game Patch every Friday, my vlogging podcast The Rambling Idiot every Tuesday, and a bi-weekly Simpsons show called Purple Monkey Dishwasher hosted by me and Mark McHugh every second Monday. This episode is expansion pass number 48, Every Console's Must Play Game. And I originally recorded and released this one back on February 27th, 2021. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you enjoy this free episode of Expansion Pass. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 48th edition of Remember the Game Expansion Pass. It is our Patreon-exclusive weekly show here at Remember the Game Industries. My name is Adam Blank, and if you're hearing my voice in your head right now, either you're having some kind of psychedelic trip, or you've decided that our show is worth at least $2, yens, pounds, rupees, Stanley Nichols, shroot bucks, whatevers, of your hard-earned money. And that is the case from the bottom of my big fat heart. Thank you so, so much for supporting me in the show. And seriously, dude, because right now... As I'm recording this, we're at 198 Patreons, which is just 
fucking wild. We're going to be at 200 by next week. And that's just, I didn't know we'd ever get there. So fucking thank you. Well, I'll play the celebration song and stuff when we get there. But thank you all very, very much for the support. And, uh, and for the last episode of Expansion Pass, each and every month, as you may or may not know, my balls are in your court, or more specifically, the court of our $5 Patreon supporters, which are our junior vice presidents. Uh, they get to pick the topic for the final expansion pass every month. And this month's poll was a runaway victory. The winner literally doubled the votes of the runner-up. It wasn't even close. Uh, and that winner is the must-own game for every video game console. Now, you can interpret must-own game in several different... move my microphone here a little bit. You can interpret must-own game in several different ways. To me, I interpret it not necessarily as the best game on every console, not your favorite game on every console, but the must-own game. The definitive, like the if you if you have one shot at proving to someone how great a console is, this is your game, or if it's like, if you're, if you're going to own a console and it's it can't you can't have the collection without this game, it is the one... doesn't have to be the best. That's all I'm trying to say, because I don't pick the best game on every system, and I don't pick my favorite game on every system. I pick what I feel to be the must-own game on every system. And I think this is a great topic. Like My apologies to whoever suggested it, because I've been trying to keep the Patreon feed clean, so once I have the poll suggestions, I delete the the message where I post saying, hey, send me your suggestions for an expansion pass episode. And I don't remember who said it. So if you would like credit for it, yell at me on the Discord or on a on Patreon with a DM and I'll make sure to give you your props on Remember the Game next week. Cause I fucking can't remember who suggested this. I apologize. Uh, but I'm going to go through every console I know. I'm going to drop its must-own game. A whole bunch of yours came in as well. Some of you fucking cheated and picked three or four or five fucking games per console and bet your asses I'm going to call you out when we get there in a few minutes, you cheating sons of bitches. Uh, but we'll get to all that in just a few minutes. Before we get into the must-owns, as you guys probably know, part of your Patreon perk is a peek past the podcast here at Remember the Game Industries. Nailed it. So if you could just take off your hat, look into the security camera there for two seconds, no smiling and uh, I will show you what's going on around here this week and first off uh, my apologies to everyone that came by our twitch stream Thursday night it got cut off about an hour in Um, I thought it was my fucking internet again but because as you may or may not know we've had notorious internet problems in the past but I don't think it was it looks like it was just an issue Uh, I think I it's way too big a thing to explain but I think I have it sorted out the internet has played really nice the last few months so Hopefully this was just a one-off and it won't be a problem again. Uh, And also, thank you for all the jokes about the appearance of my face on the new webcam, which is much clearer, much less grainy than the old one. And you've all been driving home that I have a face for podcasting. So that has really made me feel good. Thank you very much. Uh, I owe you guys a Let's Play of Earthworm Jim 2. I know I've been talking about it for a couple weeks. It is coming soon. I know I said last week that it was coming this week. Turns out there's a lot of issues with the SNES ROM, particularly trying to run that ROM on the SNES Classic. Uh, From what I've read online, it seems to be a pretty common problem. So I have the Genesis version added to my Genesis Mini. I just had to start over. And I want to play a few games to kind of get a feel for the Genesis controller and how it works. Because I owned Earthworm Jim 2 as a kid and played the fuck out of it on my Super Nintendo. But it's been a long time and it's so I've got this weird fuddled mix of muscle memory and not muscle memory so I, I'll it'll be up soon I promise thank you for your patience um I've talked about it before but Adam Sucks at Video Games my Let's Play series is just it is the biggest time sink of pretty well everything I produce and it gets the least eyes and ears on it of everything that I produce so as I've said before I just have to bump it to the end of the line I've actually considered dropping Game Patch from the rotation and focusing more on 
the Let's Plays and the YouTube content. But the thing is, is the downloads for Game Patch are slowly going up. Plus, you guys get them as a Patreon perk. Plus, I really enjoy doing them. So I think Adam Sucks at Video Games will still exist. It's just going to kind of be toward the end of my priority poll. Uh, Altered Beasts for the Sega Genesis won this month's Let's Play poll, which surprised the fuck out of me and almost everybody. It seems like no one expected it to win. But I'm down. I'm ne- I've never played it, so I'm looking forward to that. And speaking of the Sega Genesis, uh, I haven't covered too many Genesis games on Remember the Game. You guys know that. You probably know if you've paid money to listen to me that I grew up as a Nintendo kid. I'm still catching up on my Genesis knowledge, my Sega uh, tastes and library and my experiences there. So March's Patreon poll will be completely dedicated to Sega games. So the, I'll, I'll play through the winner. The winner will get an episode of the show, just like we always do. I've got a ton of suggestions. I'm always interested in more. The best place to make suggestions is on our discord. Uh, if you're hearing this, you've got support, you've got support, you have access to our discord via your Patreon support. So there's a, it's like a giant chat room if you've never used it. And one of those chat rooms is completely dedicated to uh, Patreon poll suggestions. So I I can't keep track of all the games people want to see covered on the show. I'm getting, I'm really starting to get overwhelmed with all of the tweets, the Instagram messages, Facebook messages, everything. It's like, it's awesome as the show grows. I'm just getting more and more responses from people and I'm trying to keep up with everything, but I just can't keep track of everything anymore. So that is your best place to make suggestions if you have games you want on the Patreon poll. Uh, That'll be live probably Monday or Tuesday of this coming week. I want it live before Remember the Game goes live so that I can plug it on Remember the Game, but it is going to be all Sega games. And I've got a few already in mind, but I'll flip through that Patreon page and see if there's anything else in there that I want to add to it. Um, And dude, speaking of upcoming Remember the Game episodes, uh, you guys are getting the early scoop. I did mention this on the Discord. Uh, Yesterday, yesterday being Friday, because I record this on Saturday, I recorded a chat with Summoning Salt. And if you don't know who that is, Uh, The dude makes YouTube videos explaining the history of speedruns of various classic retro games. And he's actually a speedrunner himself. He holds numerous Mike Tyson punch-out speed records, including the fastest time ever of beating Mike Tyson two minutes flat. Which, like, I've watched the video and I'm like, that looks fake. How the fuck? So we had a really interesting chat and I really hope you guys enjoy it. I'm going to shoot to release that as episode 140. Uh, I don't want to do... I mean, you guys know you listen to the show. I don't want to do too many of the non-game centric, more gaming discussion episodes, but I feel like the odd one to kind of mix it up and flip up the, you know, flip the script and kind of change up the recipe a little bit is a nice change of pace. Summoning Salt's got a huge following, really cool guy. I think we had a great chat, so I really hope you guys enjoy that. That'll be going live on number 140. And, uh, oh, and finally, I have locked down a date for an online comedy show. It'll be Saturday, March 20th. Uh, now the time, the start time is TBD. I'm shooting for 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, which is 6 p.m. Pacific on the West Coast. It is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then it is like fucking Sunday morning in Australia and early Sunday morning in Europe. And I just, just not a, there literally is not a time that works for everybody. And a vast majority of our audience is North American. Uh, obviously I'm (laughs) North American. And so that is just the time I'm going to play to, but the, the link should be up. I'm hoping by the time you guys hear this, I'm recording this show right now. It is noon, literally 12.01 PM on Saturday. And once I'm done recording, editing and uploading this, I'm going to try to get the ticket, the ticket, the ticket link set up to buy tickets to watch that show. It's a really, really great studio that I'm using. 
They do an awesome job. I can see most of the people I'm talking to. I'm not going to do too much crowd work because it doesn't work as well in a virtual show where not everybody can see who I'm talking to. It'll just be me telling my jokes. Uh, former Remember the Game Hall of Famer Martholomew McHugh has agreed to come and be my opening act, so he'll be on the show as well. And blatantly, I'm not lying to you guys. It's just going to be a way for me to make a little extra money considering that this month, March, will be the one-year anniversary of when I basically lost my job. And it's something people have been asking for. I hope it goes over well. I'm a little nervous about selling tickets outside of Canada and then having people find out that they can't use the link or whatever. But the the studio I'm, I'm working with has said that they've done these in the past. It hasn't been a problem selling outside of Canada. If it does turn out to be a problem, obviously, I'll make sure, you know, if you can't, if it doesn't work, I'll make sure you get your, your money back. Uh, but we'll get it figured out. I'm, I'm nervous about it, but also excited about it. It's It seems like a great opportunity. I know it's something a lot of you have asked about, so... I hope both both listeners of the show and my fans as a stand-up comic put their money where their mouth is and shell out the 20 bucks or whatever it is I end up charging uh, to watch the show. That's the hope because I, I it could be a hopefully it's, it's hopefully it's just a success. That's all I'm trying to say. But March 20th and uh, I'll make sure I tweet out the links and everything to the tickets when they're available and hopefully they will be available by the time my voice is in your brain. And I think that's everything that's going on around here. Let's talk, uh, let's get out of comedy. Let's go back to video games, particularly must-own video games. I'm going to queue up a little bit of music. And I'm going to go to the bathroom. And when I'm done, I may or may not wash my hands. And then we'll talk about must-own video games. talked controllers and uh and i just i started at the nes and i worked through every console uh chronologically in the order that they were released and it worked fine people seem to really enjoy that episode i had a lot of fun it was a lot of work but i enjoyed that episode but i don't want to do the same basic skeleton of an episode two weeks in a row i I guess i was like i could just start with the nes again and work my way through but i don't want to do it that way so this time around we're gonna go uh by company so i know personally i can talk sega nintendo playstation and xbox to various degrees of expertise as you all know i did not play atari i didn't play anything pre-nes i haven't played any of the freak systems really like the panasonic 3do the atari jaguar the turbo graphics so we have a couple suggestions from you guys for those systems and i'll, I'll try to get them to squish in here the best i can but i'm going to mostly stick to what i know and again this is the must own game and that is open to interpretation you could just say it's your favorite game the best game the game that's most uh associated with that console whatever you want in my opinion i'm kind of combining all of those uh qualifications and just picking like this is just when i think of a console and like the one game that just you have to have in your library if you collect for that game 
that's this one. And I'm only doing one per system. Some of you wrote in with three or four or five. I understand the passion. You think I want to pick one Super Nintendo game? I get it. But that's what I'm doing. And I'm nothing if not a law-abiding citizen. And without rules and law, we have chaos. All right? So if you wrote in with a whole bunch, I don't mind if you talked your way through it and then whittled it down to one. But if you wrote in with a whole bunch and a couple of you were very guilty of this, I am going to call you out. You had better be ready for it. And you deserve these call-outs. You fucking broke the rules. All right? And I, rules are a big deal. I take them seriously. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That could be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001, and a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans in tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So we're going to start with Sega. Why not? We'll get this one out of the way. Not because I hate Sega or anything. It's just because I admittedly know their consoles the least. Out of Nintendo, Sega, Xbox, PlayStation. Uh, I Frankly, I only really feel qualified to even consider picking a Genesis game. But I'm going to try to cover the Genesis and the Dreamcast myself. A couple you wrote in about the Freak Systems too. And I'm going to basically just delegate those picks and let you guys choose them. But we will start... Oh yeah, quickly here. Like, here you go. Raging Demon wrote in and said, Sega Master System, Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap. Seeing as I have never played the Sega Master System in my life and nobody else wrote in about the Sega Master System, then Wonder Boy 3 is the only game on the ballot and thus wins the title by the sweetest two words in the English language, default. So Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap is the Master System must own game now the sega genesis slash mega drive is obviously the big one you guys had a whole bunch of suggestions here i have a few thoughts myself this is this is the sega console right stitch suggested nhl 94 sja flash suggested streets of rage 2 and then he threw in a fuck sonic uh (laughs) uh, darren wrote in and said uh sonic 3 and knuckles jeffrey mathis wrote in and said shining force 2 um 
we had a couple of people that wrote in and said Sonic three and Knuckles. I gotta I gotta be honest. Like I'm floored. And I'm not going to be reading everyone's picks for every console. I'll, I'll try to get everyone a couple of props on the show if you suggested a few games. Uh, I, I got to be honest. First of all, I'm floored that nobody said Sonic 2. I I really am. Like, a, a few people said Sonic 3, and I get it. But I was always under the impression Sonic 2 was the better game. I'm no Sonic expert. I have played Sonic, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles. Obviously, the original Sonic the Hedgehog can't stand up to Sonic 2 and Sonic 3. But I just, I was always of the understanding Sonic 2 was the best game in the trilogy. That was just, just me. I'm no expert. That's just me. Now, if I was picking my favorite Genesis game, I would probably side with Flash and say Streets of Rage 2. I think that game is fucking superb shining force is a great call but it's just such a niche genre and i interpret this as like the one game that every genesis owner needs to own so if you're not really into rpgs or tactical games then shining force is going to be a slog for you nhl 94 is fucking sick but it's the same i just i don't know if it appeals to everybody you know what i mean so i got i just i got a I gotta say Sonic 2, personally, personally, despite the fact that I'm not the biggest fan of the world of Sonic, it is just, it's the game that I think of when I think of the Sega Genesis, I play it regularly-ish, fuck that airplane level, horrible design, I don't care what anybody says, uh, if this was my favorite game, I would go with Streets of Rage 2, I think there's an argument for others, I would certainly listen to the talk about Sonic 3, I've not played Sonic 3 in a very long fucking time, maybe I would play it once and be like, oh yeah, this is my pick. Uh, but going off my minimal Sega Genesis knowledge, the game I think of is Sonic 2. To me, that's like the Super Mario Brothers of Sega Genesis. So that's what I'm going with. That's where my vote is. Oh, and thank you, everybody, for not bringing up Echo the Dolphin. Thank you for everyone that not one person wrote in and was like, it's got to be Echo. And just thank you for not doing that. That makes my heart feel nice. I appreciate it. Uh, so my Sega Genesis must-own game is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Of course... Some of you freaks and turnians wrote in with your goddamn Sega Saturn picks. At this point, I was ranting about this on, on, on Twitch. I honestly don't know if you guys blow the Saturn because you genuinely like it or if it's just a joke. It's almost, I don't say it's too much because it's not too much. I think it's awesome. But like, it's just, it's fucking, it comes up every week. And I'm like, I, I really, it's not, it, having never played one, I'm not even going to say it's a bad system, but it can't be that good because if it was, it wouldn't have died. It's got, like, it just, it's the same as the Wii U. I defend, the Wii U is Nintendo, Sega, Saturn, and I defend the Wii U to death. So that's how you guys feel about the Saturn. I get it. But it's like, I can't convince someone, like, there's a reason that it didn't work. Do you know what I mean? So the thing is, is a few of you wrote in about the Sega Saturn. It was Makeshift, Mallow Money, Michael Mathis, Jeffrey Mathis, and you all said Dragon Force. So to me, this just confirms that the Sega Saturn has one good game because it's the only one. It was Dragon Force. So you can send your Saturnian hate mail to memberthegame at gmail.com, but the Sega Saturn pick is by default uh, Dragon Force. And that leads us to the Sega Dreamcast because we're not doing the, the 3D2X of the Sega CD. Fuck them. The Dreamcast is tough because I know it's got a decent lineup. It's got a ton of games that I want to play, but I have not played most of them. And this is why we're getting Sega done first because PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, I can hold my own with those. Sega, I'm kind of a fish out of the water. Now, my gut for the Sega Dreamcast must own game says Sonic Adventure because it's the first game I think of when I think of the Dreamcast. To me, it's kind of the showcase game for what the Dreamcast could do. Um... (laughs) And now Raging Demon wrote in and said Marvel versus Capcom 2. And that's the only other Dreamcast game that was suggested. 
Nobody else came to this thing's defense. I thought of maybe Crazy Taxi or Jet Set Radio or whatever, but you know what? Mar- no one said them, and I've never played them. Marvel versus Capcom 2 is not a horrible suggestion. I've not played it, but I know it gets brought up a lot. I can picture that case art in my head. Uh, so I'm, I'm as as a non-Dreamcast expert by any stretch, I'm going to yield to the experts. I'm going to side with Raging Demon, who felt the need to stick up for the Dreamcast when nobody else did, and we're going to go with Marvel versus Capcom 2. And if you don't like that pick as the must-own game for the Sega Dreamcast, you should have suggested a Dreamcast game, Sega fans. I, I mean, I can't imagine anyone gets mad about that. I, I don't even like fighting games, and I'm good with that pick. I know how popular that game is, so I'm I'm down with that. Uh, oh yeah, quickly, nobody mentioned the Game Gear. No one. And I feel like that's a crime. So the, to me, the must-own game for Game Gear, bar none, without questions, is the game where you try to convince your mom that she needs to take you to the store to buy 400 batteries so you could play it for a day. So that's it. So Sega's done. The Sega Master System. The must-own game is Wonder Boy 3 by default. For the Sega Genesis, my choice is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. For the Sega Saturn, Dragon Force 3 by default. For the Sega Dreamcast, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 by default. And for the Sega Game Gear, runaway pick, it's convincing your mom to take you to the store to buy 100 extra batteries. And that's, listen, if you don't like the fact that we kind of glossed over Sega, you should have come to goddamn Sega's defense. And nobody did, other than you fucking freak Saturnians. Saturnians, whatever. I, I can say the word however I want. I invented it. So there you go. Sega's done. Let's move on to the rest of the... I'm, I gotta be frank. Dude, I'm really shocked at the lack of write-ins for anything Sega. Aside from the Saturn. Like, I'm not the biggest Sega fan, but I really thought we had more diehards in the community than that. And I'm not criticizing or throwing shade at you guys. I'm just really shocked that there wasn't a more vocal outpouring of suggestions for Sega. I really was surprised there wasn't more love for the Sega games and franchises and consoles. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I will save Nintendo for last. That's the one we got the most for. That's the most consoles. That's the big one. Uh, we'll knock Xbox out because there's not as much to tackle when it comes to the world of Xbox as there is in the PlayStation. Just three systems. We're not doing the Series X, the PlayStation 5 yet. They're not. The fucking things are three months old. They don't have any games yet, so we're not doing them. Uh, so we'll start with the OG Xbox. Of course, the original big giant black Xbox. And without even thinking about it, for me, it, it instantly boils down to a choice between Halo Combat Evolved and Halo 2 right? Is it just, there's a couple other write-in suggestions here. We'll get to them. Uh, Stitch, Ninja Lunchbox 79, Kelly, and Pi Messiah all threw a vote behind Halo 2. SJA Flash, Darren, and Kelly again, cheater, uh, threw votes behind Halo Combat Evolved. So those were by far the two big ones. The only other games to even get votes. Uh, Raging Demon wrote in and said Capcom versus SNK2, and Jeffrey Mathis wrote in and said KOTOR, Oh, and then uh, Retro Bismol wrote in and said, The Warriors on the original Xbox, one of my favorite beat-em-ups. The fighting was really smooth. The weapon selection was awesome. Bats, brass, knuckles, bricks, beer bottles. The blackout mission was great, breaking into cars to steal the radios, looting stores. It even had a cool graffiti minigame. I gotta be, like, so to, to address all the non-Halo picks before we get back to Halo... I never played Warriors, ever. People keep bringing this game up. I will at some point check it out just to see, but I cannot in good conscience pick it or put it ahead of Halo, not only because I don't feel like it's the must-own game for Xbox, because I've never played it. So I, I can't... I respect your take, Retro, and very passionate outcry, but I can't pick the Warriors. Uh, I also never played Capcom versus SNK2. 
Uh, Demon wrote in with a fighting game for pretty well every console. So Demon, you're not going to get read on every system because you you picked fighting games on like 99% of them. Um, but I, I'm not a big fighting fan. Having said that, I'm not going to rank it ahead of Halo again. Now, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, KOTOR, that's a good pick. This is the, Jeffrey, this is the one Xbox game that I would consider putting ahead of the Halos as the must-own Xbox title. Like, it may be Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, maybe. The problem is, like, we all know Halo built the Xbox. Without Halo, we don't have Xbox today. That system dies. Maybe Xbox goes the route of Google Stadia and it still exists today because the people behind it have a trillion dollars, but nobody gives a fuck about it. Halo is as important to Xbox as Mario is to Nintendo. So, like, it's, to me, when you think of the original Xbox, the must-own game has gotta be one of the two Halo games. So then it just boils down to, is it Halo Combat Evolved? Or is it Halo 2? Which one is the must-own? Combat Evolved is the one that started it all. But Halo 2 is the better game. I don't care what anybody says. I think most... If you rationally step back and look at it, Halo Combat Evolved is more important. Halo 2 is better. Better story, better multiplayer, better graphics, better everything. Better weapons, better everything. Halo 2. So I don't... Hmm... Yeah, I don't fault anyone that wrote in and said Halo Combat Evolved is the must-own game for the original Xbox, but I have, for me, it's got it's Halo 2. I, I think you can skip Combat Evolved and you can still be okay playing Halo 2 and understand what's going on. And then you add in with Halo 2 the Xbox Live stuff and the hype and that giant Hollywood almost style movie opening event of release and just... Halo kept the Xbox afloat. Halo 2 made it a legitimate threat in the world of video games. So my must-own original Xbox game is going to be... It's going to be Halo 2. I got I to gotta go Halo 2. Now, the Xbox 360, again, much like the original Xbox, one game jumps out in my mind instantly, just like that. But I want to see what you guys are saying because there's a few people that wrote in with Xbox 360 picks. Pi Messiah and Ninja Lunchbox 79 both said Gears of War. Luis Oliva wrote in and said Tomb Raider. I had a blast with this one. Jeffrey Mathis wrote in and said Mass Effect 2. Kelly and SJA Flash both said Halo 3. Now, Kelly said about 100 other games as well. Kelly, I'm going to keep calling. Eventually, you're going to get disqualified for all of the consistent. It's not must-own libraries. It's one must-own game. But Kelly and Flash did both say Halo 3. Stitch said Batman Arkham City. That one kid, Nick, said Viva Pinata. Uh... (laughs) Now, uh, <laughs> I'm, I listen, I'm, uh, I cannot give the must own game on the Xbox 360 to Viva Pinata, Nick. I'm sorry. I respect your passion. I can't do that. Now, my first thought for the must own game on the Xbox 360 was Gears of War because frankly, Gears of War is a, a very important game to me on a personal level because it's kind of the game that brought me back to gaming after I fell out of it for a little while in kind of my bar hopping early 20 days. Um, and, and I would argue that Gears has become Xbox's most important franchise. Argue it. It's obviously, it's either that or Halo. Halo 3, certainly a contender for the must-own Xbox 360 game. I think you could argue that it is the best Halo game ever made and you need to play it after you play Halo 2 and finish that campaign. So I would hear that argument. Uh, Tomb Raider, listen, I fucking love the new Tomb Raider trilogy. I will sing that game's praises until I can sing no longer, all right? And if you're not into shooters or RPGs, then Tomb Raider might just be my favorite game on the console outside of those genres. 
other than Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is, oh God, I love Tiger Woods golf. But Tomb Raider, I get it. I love it. Arkham City is a good pick too. I, I think that Arkham City kind of does what Tomb Raider does, but it does it with Batman instead of Lara Croft. I love both of those games. I do think I like Batman more, a little more than Tomb Raider. They're both awesome. I can't put either of those franchises ahead of Halo or Gears though. I just, I can't, I can't do it. Um... Like, if I'm only picking one game for the Xbox 360, I don't think of, of Tomb Raider or Batman like I think of Gears and Halo. Uh, now, Mass Effect 2 is interesting. Now, Jeffrey Mathis is the one that suggested this, and he's also the one that suggested KOTOR on the original Xbox. So clearly, Jeffrey, you're more about the RPGs than anything else. Uh, and it's funny because KOTOR is the one original Xbox game that I would consider putting ahead of Halo, and, and Mass Effect 2 is the one Xbox 360 game that I would consider putting ahead of Gears and Halo. I, I, I'm on the same page. I get it. And the thing is, is I feel, I legitimately feel like they're equal quality, just completely different directions and different genres. Like, do you want to, do you want to own an RPG or do you want to own a shooter or shooter? And I know Mass Effect 2 is like kind of a shooter, but you know what I mean? It's, it's obviously more of an RPG than a shooter. Uh, so if you don't like stuff like graphic gore from the Gears of War series or first-person shooters, then then yes, I would. Then yeah, Mass Effect Two is the pick. Um, but unfortunately, I do like first-person shooters and I do like the graphic gore in Gears of War. So I'm gonna walk away from Mass Effect Two as much as I love that game. It's got to be Halo Three or Gears, and I think I I think I gotta say Gears. I mean, I've said it before. I like Halo, but I like Gears better. I like the Gears franchise better than Halo. And you know what? Actually, I think Gears of War 2 is a superior game. Like, But like, oh, if you haven't played Gears 1, would Gears 2 make sense? I mean, you can play Halo 2 without playing Halo Combat Evolved and maybe not know everything, but you can get there. You could always look up the story online to catch up. So you know what? Yeah, actually, I'm going to pick one that nobody suggested, and I'm going to go with Gears of War 2. Now, I'm totally fine. If you came to me and said Halo 3, Gears of War 1, or Mass Effect 2, I would listen to any of those arguments. But I think my money's got to go on Gears of War 2. I think it's one of the best games in the series. And I think it's... I fucking... Oh, I love that game. There, I love the Xbox 360. I know I've said it many, many times, but I just want to uh, lock that in one more time. I fucking love the Xbox 360. And that brings us to the Xbox One. And uh, and I don't have one Xbox One game that just jumps out at me like I did on the original Xbox and the 360. There are a few that are in my mind. Uh, Stitch, SJA Flash, Bro wrote in and said Gears 5. Luis wrote in and said Ori and the Blind Forest. Raging Demon wrote in and said Tekken 7, of course, because Demon likes the fighters. Kelly wrote in and said, I challenge you to find a must-own game for this system. Then you have not played Gears 5 or the Ori games, Kelly, because they're must-own games. Gears 5 and Ori are fucking spectacular. Um, but now that said, I will say, the Xbox One does not have a great lineup. I love my Xbox One, but as far as like a must-own game... It's pretty lacking. And you know what? And I threw shade at the Sega Saturn for everyone that voted for it, picking the same game. I've got to, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. That's kind of what's happening with the Xbox One. I mean, Raging Demon said Tekken 7, but like I said, Demon picked a fighting game for almost every console. And um, I'm, I'm illiterate when it comes to fighting games, so I just can't pick them. I assume if you like fighting games, Tekken 7 makes sense, but that's just a pool that I don't know how to swim in. Now, Luis said Ori in the Blind Forest. And listen, Ori is magnificent, gorgeous, fun to play, great Metroidvanias, some of the most beautiful games I've ever played. 
I'm pretty torn between Gears 5 and Ori. And then out of nowhere, last minute entry. And I had most of my notes written out. And then I checked your comments this morning. And this was a new comment. No one cares wrote in and said the Halo Master Chief Collection. And I was locked, loaded, ready to go with Gears 5. I had my notes written out and everything. Because Gears 5 is really fucking good. I would listen to and probably make an argument that Gears 5 is the best game in the Gears series. And that says something. When you're that many games into a series, but the characters are great... They introduce open world without making it overwhelming. It looks gorgeous. It plays well. I really fucking like Gears 5. Um, and I'm ready to pick it. It was going to be my pick until no one came in with Master Chief Collection. And dude, and it's not cheating because it is one game. And it's one game with a whole lot of games. And Master Chief Collection on the Xbox One is perfect and dude it makes me want to switch my original xbox pick to kotor because i can play master chief collection on the xbox one and play all the halo games in their best possible form you've you've literally changed everything no one cares you have flipped the space time continuum and turned everything around and i think that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna change my original xbox pick to star wars knights of the old republic and then for the xbox one i'm gonna lock in the master chief collection uh, that is the definitive way to play all those games. And like I said, we're not doing PS5 or Xbox Series everything yet. There's nothing there to pick. So my picks for the Xbox must-own games. For the original Xbox, it was Halo 2. It is now Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. For the Xbox 360, it's Gears of War 2. And for the Xbox One, it is the immaculate Halo Master Chief Collection. And the, <laughs> the one thing is for those of you that don't like Xbox, that argue all Xbox has to offer is Halo and Gears... I challenge you on that, but at the same time, also present you with what you would use as Exhibit A in your picks, where most of my must-own games are Halo and, and Gears. It, it fucking, they're so far and away, they're, like, they're Nintendo's Mario and Zelda to Xbox, except Xbox doesn't have Donkey Kong, Mario Kart, Mario Party, Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Kirby, etc., so on, to back it up. They just, you know what I mean? I love Xbox, but it is a Halo and Gears system slurping some coffee uh let's get into playstation let's do it this could get interesting i hope that clap wasn't too loud i probably shouldn't have done that i've had a lot of coffee this morning uh let's get into the playstation this could get this could get funky we're gonna start with the ps1 of course and when i think of the playstation one and the must own games there were three titles that jumped out of at me right away just instantly it is metal gear solid final fantasy 7 and resident evil 2 those are the those are just and there are so many playstation one games but those are just the three that popped out of the page at me and i think i've got my pick but i want to see if anyone sways me to go somewhere different andre wrote in and said final fantasy 9 it's an interesting pick pi messiah jeffrey mathis sj flash stitch all said final fantasy 7 michael mathis said legend of dragoon or maybe star ocean second story Luis wrote in and said Metal Gear Solid. This is the first time I remember games being cinematic and engaging. Raging Demon, of course, fighting games at Tekken 3. That one kid, Nick, wrote in and said Spyro the Dragon. There's some great picks in there. Uh, so I'm going to quickly go through some of your suggestions. Legend of Dragoon comes up a lot. People bring that game up all the time. I've never played it, so I can't suggest it. But it does seem to surface pretty regularly, so I don't think it's a crazy pick. I don't think it's wild to pick an RPG for the must-own game for, Final, or for PlayStation 1 because there's just... That's what I think of when I think of the PlayStation 1 as RPGs. Uh, Spiral the Dragon is an interesting pick. I, On a personal note, I don't know if I could pick Spiral the Dragon over Crash Bandicoot if I was going to go in that direction. Having said that, a lot of people 
love themselves some Spyro. And if it was a must-own game for a younger gamer or for something that anyone could play, then I actually do think I would go with Spyro the Dragon. So I don't think that's a bad pick. Uh, Andre said Final Fantasy IX. It is absolutely the better Final Fantasy game. It's that simple. Uh, it makes me consider picking Final Fantasy IX over Final Fantasy VII. Seven is so important and iconic. Nine is just infinitely a better game. I don't care what anyone says. It just is. Metal Gear Solid. That's a huge deal as well. I, I played it last year on my PlayStation Classic. Um, and the only strike against Metal Gear Solid is that like maybe it's because I don't have the analog controller with my PS Classic, but the controls have aged like a fucking banana. That is completely overripe and it stinks. It's past banana bread status. It's just gross. So I agree with you, Luis. It's an incredibly important, iconic game. I just, boy, it handles like a shopping cart. Uh, nobody said Resident Evil 2. That surprises me. I'm not, I mean, I'm, it's, I guess it's not my pick either, but I'm floored that no one came to, to, to the defense of Resident Evil 2. So like if you could only own one PlayStation game, would I say Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 9? Dude, Tony Hawk. Ah, oh, the Tony Hawk. And I, uh, again, I'm not picking my favorite. I'm just picking the one PlayStation 1 game that's a must own. And I think I got like it's gotta it's gotta be Final Fantasy 7, doesn't it? It's just that is the PlayStation game. I have so many memories of it. It's the one game I think of when I think of the PlayStation 1 not the best game or anything, but just, yeah, it's, it's gotta be, is it like Final Fantasy seven is to the PS one, what Halo is to Xbox, isn't it? It was really the game that put it on the map. So I just, yeah, my must own PlayStation one game has got to be Final Fantasy seven. That's hard, but I just don't know how you don't do Final Fantasy seven. Um, now the PlayStation two, this one's tougher because like, I've been quite vocal that I'm not the world's biggest PlayStation two fan. My, my personal, favorite playstation 2 game is twisted metal black but that is not gonna be my must own ps2 game so i'm gonna look to what you guys suggest i really did look to what you guys suggested on this one because i do not know this console or its library that well now stitch and jeffrey mathis both said god of war sj flash pi messiah both said grand theft auto san andreas darren said devil may cry raging demon surprise surprise said tekken 4 vincent said shadow of the colossus andre said tony hawk american wasteland um Dude, so before I try to whittle this down to a must-own pick, I want to say this is a real testament to the depth and quality of the PlayStation 2 game library. It may not be my favorite console, but we have five or six games listed here that I think you can make a legitimate argument for. And then you've got to remember, there's still Final Fantasy X. There's still Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. There's still the SmackDown games. Like, Here Comes the Pain. There's Jack and Daxter. There's Bully, Ratchet and Clank. Resident Evil 4 was on this thing. It's a fucking brilliant library. Like, fuck, it's, that's, uh, looking at some of your picks, God of War, I never played God of War, period, until the PS4 one, which I'm playing right now, but I can't argue with the reviews, I understand how big a deal God of War is, Devil May Cry came up, I gotta be honest, I, I've played Devil May Cry 3 and 4, I think, and I just, I don't like them, I, I get that people do, I just find them very tedious. That's just, I'm not, it's not going to be my must-own game. Fair enough if you like it. It's not my, not my taste. Shadow of the Colossus. This one's fascinating because I know how many people love this game. And I have the PS4 re-release of it sitting right here as a gift from Vincent who suggested it. I can't wait to play it and see it, but I have not played it and I've tried to avoid all spoilers for it. So I don't know a fucking thing about it right now. So I can't pick it. Uh, I do love the Tony Hawk games with the American Wasteland suggestion, but I kind of pulled back on the Tony Hawks after Tony Hawk 4. 
I didn't play, I think I played underground one, but I, yeah, I didn't, to me, the peak was Tony Hawk two. That was like, that was really the highest echelon. My, my gut was going to go with what a couple of you said with Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Cause I'm not the world's biggest Grand Theft Auto fan, but I played San Andreas a few months ago for remember the game. And I fucking loved it. it it's the best selling GTA game. Are you not? Pardon me, the best-selling PS2 game, not GTA game. That is GTA 5 by a mile. But it's the best-selling game on the PS2. It handles way better than Vice City did. It looks better than Vice City did. I think it's more interesting. I, I think it's it's got to be my pick. It's that or Twisted Metal Black. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I agree. I agree with Flash. I agree with Pi Messiah. I got to say Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Just a really fun game. It's huge. Keep you busy forever. To me, I kind of associate it with the PlayStation 2. So we're going GTA San Andreas on that one. Uh, the Sony PSP, I've never played one. Not one of you wrote in, so I am just going to take the wheel here and say the must-own game for the Sony PlayStation Portable, the PSP, is something from Nintendo after you hack it like everyone else did and put all the games on it. So that's your PSP must-own. Uh, PlayStation 3, I already know exactly what my must-own game is for the PS3 without even thinking about it. Honestly, this was the single easiest pick for me out of any console we're covering on this episode as a single must-own game. It's it's Last of Us. It, it's, I, I played it late in the PS3's life. I loved it. It is a bona fide lock for my top five favorite games of all time. Not my top five PlayStation games, not any, like my, if you took every game I've ever played in my life, Last of Us is a lock for my top five. I think it, Sony, to me, the PS3 is really where Sony locked in that reputation of doing the third person over the shoulder, narrative driven action adventure games. And to me, The Last of Us is the best example of all of them. It is, I've, I play it every couple of years. I adore it so much. There's some other great games on the PS3 for, for sure. And we'll get to them. But I, I personally cannot consider listing any of them ahead of Last of Us. So it's, that's my pick. I can't be swayed on this one. But we'll see what some of you guys had to say. Andre said Infamous 1 and 2. He said, I know that that's cheating, but they're both amazing. There's a wonderful sequel in Second Son, but I wish they'd give this game another game in the series. Or the series another game, pardon me. Uh, yep, it is cheating, Andre. Unless they released Infamous 1 and 2 in a package, which I don't believe they did. You can't pick both. Having said that, I also love the infamous games. I, I understand the love. Pi Messiah said the Uncharted series. This is cheating too. Uh... And yep, you're goddamn right. That's all he said. And yeah, you're right. Messiah, you can't pick three fucking games. That is cheating. You're God. Yeah, it is. You got stop it. You think I didn't want to pick Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy IX for the original PlayStation? You think I didn't stress out like this on the Super Nintendo? You sons of bitches with your cheating fucking stitch to the exact same thing. Uncharted Collection, and then said I know it's cheating. You're goddamn right. It is. At least you know it's fucking cheating. For the record, Uncharted Two is probably my PS3 runner-up for must-own game after The Last of Us. It doesn't go ahead of Last of Us. But Uncharted 2 is probably it. I understand not wanting to pick. I'm, dude, I'm somewhat floored that nobody picked The Last of Us. I understand that the second one took some heat from people, albeit undeservedly, in my opinion. The second one's very good as well. But the first one, is it's 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 perfect. I'm telling it's perfect. Here's a spoiler for Remember the Game Industries. If the original last of us ever gets its own episode of remember the game it will get one of those elusive perfect 10 scores it just it will i there are a few games in history that i must own more than last of us it's that simple so this was the easiest one for me uncharted 2 and infamous are probably my number two and my number three picks but i nothing goes ahead of last of us on the ps3 i can't believe nobody 
kind of chaps my ass that nobody picked Last of Us. That's gonna that's gonna stick in my craw, as the kids say. I think that's what the kids say these days. Uh, the PlayStation Vita. God bless the PlayStation Vita. That was the Switch before the Switch. It was a great system. Most of my memories of playing games on the Vita are indie games and old RPGs. I thought it was perfect for those. Um, I actually have one game that I'm positive none of you are going to list that is absolutely my must-own PlayStation Vita game. Uh, so a, only a couple of you wrote in with Vita picks. Stitch and Andre both wrote in and said Uncharted Golden Abyss. And I will say, not that there's a long list of Vita exclusives, but yeah, if I've got, if I had to pick an exclusive must-own game for the Vita, no doubt Uncharted Golden Abyss is the best one. It's a very good Uncharted game and it's handheld. So no question. Uh, however, you don't have to pick an exclusive. That is not the rules. So I was kind of tempted to sneak Final Fantasy IX in here because this is the console I first played Final Fantasy IX on and it was awesome. I also considered making MLB The Show my pick because uh, the Vita port was rad. I played so much show on the Vita, but I would rather play the show on my TV. So my must-own Vita game, and I'm some of you are going to boo this, uh, it's, it's, my, it's Minecraft. I don't give a shit about being able to see Minecraft on my big TV or fancy graphics or anything. I kind of prefer it handheld where I can just play it wherever I want. Well, I'm, you know, if I can't sleep, I can pick it up and just play. It's Lego. I can just pick up and play Lego a little bit. And the Vita was where Minecraft clicked with me and I straight up just got addicted to it. And honestly, I wish I hadn't sold my Vita when I sold my game collection because I would have kept it just for my Minecraft machine. It was perfect. When I started stand-up comedy and I first started going on the road, I took that thing everywhere. I would just space out on long drives or on flights or laying around hotel rooms and I would just play, play Lego. Just build, 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 build. So much Minecraft on the Vita. I'm, I'm a firm believer. Minecraft is best experienced on a handheld platform. Damned if I'm wasting my switch pick on Minecraft. So yeah, that's my must. That is my must own game on the Vita is Minecraft. Maybe that's somewhat of a slag or throwing a little bit of, of uh, mud at the Vita's library, but frankly, the Vita's library is not that good. Most of its best games are old RPGs, indie titles or fucking Minecraft. It's that simple. Uh, and then that brings us to the PlayStation four. And the PlayStation 4, man. And listen, whether you like PlayStation or not, maybe you don't play PlayStation, maybe whatever, you're one of those people that's like, oh, PlayStation's for fucking losers. If you're one of them, it doesn't matter. Listen, if you don't think the PS4 has a fucking banging library, then you're just not paying attention. Then you're just lying to yourself. It's that simple. Just off the top of my head, there are four or five PS4 games that I could pick as the must-own PlayStation 4 game. This is, to me, as hard as the Super Nintendo when it comes to picking a single must-own game on the PS4. Pi Messiah wrote in and said Persona 5 Royale, and I also have to give a runner-up shout-out to God of War. Darren also said God of War. No One Cares said Last of Us Remastered or Spider-Man. Can't fucking do that. Matt McClain also said Last of Us Remastered. This makes me feel better that you guys weren't showing the Last of Us love on the PS3. Uh, Stitch said God of War or maybe Ghost of Tsushima. Andre said Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, Vincent said Uncharted. Raging Demon said Street Fighter V Champion Edition. There's some good games in there, albeit a couple of you cheated with your multiple games, you fucking assholes. But still... Um, I personally wouldn't say Red Dead Redemption 2 or Grand Theft Auto 5, but I am surprised that they didn't pop up here, to be honest. Uh, so to look at some of your picks, Street Fighter 5, again, probably a good pick, Demon. I just, fighting games are a different language to me. I can't go there. Uncharted 4 is a solid pick. I, I do think there are games that do Uncharted better. I think I personally like the Tomb Raider games more than Uncharted. 
But Uncharted 4 is a great game, no doubt. Assassin's Creed, I don't, I don't know which one is which, but I am glad that one of them showed up and got some love because these games sell a zillion copies. So clearly somebody really likes them. So represent Andre, well done. Uh, Last of Us Remastered, like I said, warms my heart that some of you would show Last of Us some love. And I mean, I understand picking the remastered version over the original on the PS3. I'm not going Last of Us Remastered because I feel like the original was a slam dunk, runaway, best game, must-own game on the PS3. There are a few other games on the PS4 that I want to show love to, way more than there was on the PS3 for me. Spider-Man's not a bad pick at all. Um, I never even thought to pick that, but like everybody likes Spider-Man except a couple of you fucking weirdos, McGee. And uh, most people love Spider-Man. Kids can play it. Adults can play it. Everyone can play that game. There's a lot to go on there. So I think that's a great pick. Persona 5 is a great contender for sure, particularly if you like RPGs. God of War, I'm playing it right now. It is fucking excellent. Ghost of Tsushima is superb. Like, when I think of the PlayStation 4, I think of those third-person action games and PS4. If PS3 is where they established the formula, PS4 was when they spoon-fed that formula down everybody's throat. There's so many great third-person action games on the PS4. Uncharted, Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, Assassin's Creed, Infamous Second Son. I mean, my my first gut was to say Final Fantasy VII Remake. But being that it's only the first chapter of it, I don't want to make that my one must-own game. Um, so I think even having not finished it, I'm, I think I'm going to go with God of War with you guys. It's, it's either God of War or Ghost of Tsushima for me. And I, it's, it's a coin flip. It's 50-50. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play by the rules and say God of War because if I can only own one of those two games right now, I've finished Ghost of Tsushima. I have not finished God of War. So I'm going to say God of War so I can finish it. But either or is just great. I've totally fine with either one of those dude playstation 4 had a hell of a run hell of a run i consider saying mlb the show as well because it's infinitely playable but not everyone likes baseball so it's not the must own i'm 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 gonna stick with god of war but boy what a lineup so that yeah so that's the my must own playstation games ps1 final fantasy 7 ps2 grand theft auto san andreas psp just hack it playstation 3 is the last of us PS Vita is Minecraft, and the PS4 is God of War. So, and then just quickly, No One Cares suggested Tetris Effect or Space Pirate Trainer for PlayStation VR. Uh, I've said it before, I've never played PlayStation VR, but Tetris Effect is the must-own PSVR game by default because Tetris is the best game ever, and that act was introduced back in the 80s with the Game Boy, and so it always, if there's ever a confusion or a toss-up or a not sure, it's just defaults to Tetris being the winner. So Tetris Effect is the must-own PSVR game. And then a couple other quick oddball picks before we get into Nintendo. Stitch said Bonk's Adventure for the TurboGrafx-16. This is another winner by the two sweetest words in the English language, default. Both because this was the only game suggested and it's because it's the only TurboGrafx game I could even name off the top of my head. So congratulations, Bonk's Adventure. And Doug Dorn wrote in and said, I'm going to age myself here, Pong for the Atari 2600. It is the most simple of simple gameplay, but brutally hard the longer you play it. And yeah, I'll, you know what? Having not knowing anything about Atari either, Doug, I, I'm, not, I'm not a heathen. I'm going to respect Pong. So sure, we'll give Pong that title. A solo podcast. I just talk and talk and talk. And my voice gets very, my throat gets dry. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly 
I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. That, my friends, brings us to the big end. Nintendo. It's got the most consoles. It's got the most games for the, you know debated. The most answers from you guys. Uh, th- this is gonna get hairy. So hold on to your butts and uh, let's let's run through the Nintendo systems. First up, NES. Oh boy. Now I have a clubhouse leader, but you guys had a lot of suggestions, and there are three or four in here that really make me think about my pick for the NES must own game. Scott Brooks said Super Mario has to be Super Mario Brothers 3. This was by far the swang song title for that console and is still a great game to play today. Uh, Luis Oliva, SJA Flash, Ninja Lunchbox 79, Stitch all agreed with Scott Brooks, Super Mario Brothers 3. Jeffrey Mathis suggested Final Fantasy 1. Jeffrey, I love your RPG, your Final Fantasy passion. I came along with you on Knights of the Old Republic on the Xbox, but there is no goddamn chance on this fucking earth that my one must-own NES game is going to be the slog that is the original Final Fantasy. No fucking way. Thank you for playing, but no. Darren suggested Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link. Darren, exact same thing I just said to Jeffrey, but just replace all those words from Final Fantasy to Zelda. I respect the passion, no chance. Kelly said DuckTales, Mega Man 2, and Mario 3. Kelly, those are all great games, but you're not playing by the fucking rules. It's my own game. But those are three good games. Raging Demon also said Mega Man 2. Matt McLean and that one kid Nick both came in late with Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. So I would say Mega Man 2, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, and Mario 3 are the obvious clubhouse leaders amongst the community, amongst the hot dogs. And they're all great picks. Great games. If you... We... I... It was like a few months ago now, but there's an expansion pass episode where I rank my top 20 NES games. Mega Man 2, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, and Mario 3 are all very high on that list. So, no doubt. Uh, And while I have zero issues with any of those three picks, I would not argue with any of those three picks. To me, the must-own one NES game comes down to either Super Mario Bros. 3 or this game that Sharonic mentioned, because Sharonic said, maybe this is not quite in the spirit of this topic since it came with the system, but wouldn't it feel weird to own an NES without the Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt cartridge? Yeah, I, I cannot help but agree with Sharonic a million percent. Like, I fully get that Super Mario Brothers 3, and, and honestly, probably Mega Man 2 and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out are better games than the original Super Mario Brothers, but you all know how I feel about the original Mario Brothers. It has to be 
my must-own NES game. I just, I never get tired of looking at it, hearing it, playing it, the graphics, the sound, the... It's my pick. I it's I zero issue if you picked one of those other games, but it's it's gotta be the original Super Mario Brothers for me. That is Babe Ruth. Can't not pick Babe Ruth. Gotta pick him. So uh the Game Boy is next. And I'm gonna quickly browse the answers and give anyone that suggested anything other than Tetris the time of day, but Tetris is the only answer here. All right. But I, I'll give you guys, I'll give you your due. I'll read some other ones. Andre and Jeffrey Mathis both suggested Pokemon Red or Blue. This would be my number two for what it's worth. If I couldn't pick Tetris, I would pick Pokemon Blue. Uh, Andre said that it is still the best way to play Pokemon today. And I actually agree. It is my favorite Pokemon game as well. So I'm down with that. Darren recommended Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. Now, this is the best Mario game on the original Game Boy for sure. It would probably actually be my number three after Pokemon and Tetris, but I just, I cannot rank Super Mario Land 2 ahead of Tetris. I can't do it. I, I just, I can't. Uh, and then every one of you that wrote in and said Tetris, and there was a lot of you, you all nailed it. We all, dude, I can't think about owning a Game Boy and not having Tetris. Dude, that game is the reason the Game Boy worked. It, it fucking, that's why we got away from those shitty LED single Tiger Electronics fucking handheld games and got to something better was Tetris. It took over the world and it's still an incredibly playable version of Tetris today. So with no doubt, it's Tetris on the original Game Boy. Has to be fucking, I can't, There's nothing else I can say about it. Now, a few of you wrote in with Game Boy Color suggestions. I hadn't really planned on covering the Game Boy Color separately, and it doesn't come out chronologically until after a couple more systems, but we'll knock the Game Boy Color out here really quick. Uh, Raging Demon, Pi Messiah, and Andre all suggested Pokemon Gold and Silver. I really got to play those. Miklos, a frequent guest on the show, Patreon supporter and buddy of mine, lent me a copy of Pokemon Silver. And I got to play it eventually because people say it's the best generation of Pokemon as there is, but I have not played them yet. Uh, now, my heart wanted to say Link's Awakening DX, the, the, the Game Boy Color port of Link's Awakening. I love that game. So I'm actually going to say that my Game Boy Color pick is Link's Awakening DX with an asterisk beside it that I can change my mind to Pokemon Gold and Silver down the road if I want to. But if I had to pick one right now, it would be Link's Awakening DX. So just quickly, I wanted to get the Game Boy Color in there because a few people wanted to shout out Pokemon Gold and Silver. So now after Game Boy is the legendary almighty SNES. And this is going to get ugly. This one, I'm going to fire off every answer you guys wrote in with. I'll work my way through them. And if there's one console where I'm not going to yell at anybody for picking multiple games, this is the one. Because I understand. Andre said Final Fantasy 2. Michael Mathis and Jeffrey Mathis said Final Fantasy 3. Luis Oliva and Michael Mathis again said Chrono Trigger. Scott Brooks, Kelly, Ninja Lunchbox 79 all said The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Kelly also said Super Metroid. Raging Demon said Killer Instinct. SJA Flash, Stitch, and Matt McLean also said Super Mario World. Doug Dorn wrote in and said, I would argue that Mario Kart is an essential title for any Nintendo console or handheld that received a version. None of you are wrong. Dude, listen to this list of nominees. Like, <laughs> fuck me man like so super mario kart i mean i love mario kart and i am gonna give a mario kart game some love but it is i can't do it with super mario kart i love it doug you're gonna get your moment with your mario kart passion but it's not it yet so i can't i not yet i can't take super mario kart uh demon with killer instinct i can't it is probably my favorite fighting game on the snes sorry not sorry to you street fighter 2 fans but i'm not picking killer instinct 
Chrono Trigger, I, I understand its greatness and why everyone loves it, but I've made my opinions on that game very well known. It is just not my jam. There are four or five RPGs on the SNES that I would personally put ahead of Chrono Trigger. Final Fantasy 2 and Final Fantasy 3, man. Ugh. I like 2 better. 3 is the better game. I This is not a ranking of my favorite SNES games, though. It is the one must-own game, and I... I can't, I love those games, but I cannot pick either of them over some of the SNES heavies. I just can't do it, but I, no shade. I love those games. Super Metroid, great pick. I'm surprised it didn't get more love. Great pull by Kelly. Hands down, my favorite Metroid game. But I can't put it ahead of a couple of the heavies, man. And that leaves, from your guys' suggestions, Legend of the Link to the Past and Super Mario World. And personally, I would consider Super Mario RPG, Earthbound, Yoshi's Island, Mario All-Stars, the Donkey Kong Country games. How do you pick one? Which one of those is must-own? Like, my heart says Super Mario World. But, like, I'm really tempted by Link to the Past. Like, I know Mario World is awesome. You all know I love that game. But there's just, there's so many great Mario games that are just a, a hair below Super Mario World. I've already picked Super Mario Brothers. I might be picking another Mario game down the road. And there's just, there's not another console except maybe Link's Awakening DX where I think I'm going to pick Zelda. So, is it Link to the Past? Oh, there might be another one. So, is it Link to the Past? Is it, it's... Okay, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. And this isn't a cop-out because I think this is a good pick. I don't want to choose between Super Mario World and The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. And I know at some point I'm going to cover Mario. I already have it. I have Super Mario Brothers on the NES. I have Link's Awakening on the Game Boy Color. So at least I've got both those franchises represented. So you know what? Off the board pick, maybe this is... I'm going to go with Donkey Kong Country 2. I am. I think that game stands up as a platformer, as good as any platformer on the system. It shows what the SNES can do graphically. It looks great. It brings another franchise into the table. I think anyone can pick up and at least enjoy Donkey Kong Country 2. Maybe you're not going to beat it, but you're going to enjoy it. I, yeah, I didn't see that coming when we, when I, when I literally started talking Super Nintendo, I did not see Donkey Kong Country 2 be in my pick, but that, I'm going to go with that. I, that was the hardest one. I think the rest of the systems, I think I know what I want to pick. But that one, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Legend of Zelda or Super Mario World. But based on the fact that we're covering every system, I'm going to go with Donkey Kong Country 2. And you can yell at me if you want to. Now, technically, the Virtual Boy is next. Kelly wrote in and said Wario Land. Nobody else even wants to acknowledge the Virtual Boy's existence, myself included. So by default, Wario Land, done. Fuck you, Virtual Boy. The Nintendo 64 is the next real system. Now, I know what my two contenders are without skipping a beat. It's WWF No Mercy and Mario Kart 64. It's not even... Like, I don't have to think about it. There's other games I like. There's other games that I would consider must-own, but none of them are on the same level as those two. That Those are my two must-own Nintendo 64 games. Now, a few of your contenders are... Pi Messiah and Kelly both said The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Kelly also said Majora's Mask. Kelly, no. I am nipping that in the bud right now. Majora's Mask sucks. You guys can all yell at me if you want to. Fuck that game. So Ocarina of Time. Vincent said Star Fox 64. Luis Oliva said GoldenEye 007 because what says Nintendo 64? Better than having four friends hanging around a screen shooting at each other. Jeffrey Mathis said Mario Kart 64. Stitch said WWF No Mercy. Matt McClain said Banjo-Kazooie. There's a lot of picks in there. So 
No on Majora's Mask. No. I'm also not picking Ocarina of Time as my must-own game. I do think it's better than Majora's Mask, but I, I, to me, the Nintendo 64 is about multiplayer. That was the biggest, and I think a lot of people outside of Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time and you fucking weirdos that like Majora's Mask, I think most people's memories of the Nintendo 64 revolve around multiplayer. So that's, to me, the must-own Mario or Nintendo 64 game has got to be a multiplayer game. Uh, Star Fox 64 I have not played yet, although that will be remedied right away because it won our Patreon poll. I had no idea that game was so popular. So I'm down with everyone showing that game love. I just had no idea. Uh, there was a, some WCW NWO Revenge Love. I love that game as well, but I'm, there's no, I'm just not putting it ahead of No Mercy. It's just, if I'm going to pick a wrestling game, it's going to be No Mercy. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie is interesting. Because again, to me, it's got to be a multiplayer game to be the must-own game on the Nintendo 64. But I do think Banjo-Kazooie is the best platformer on that system. Even after I've mended the bridge with Mario 64, I think Banjo-Kazooie is the best, multiplayer, or the best platformer on the 64. GoldenEye 007, phenomenal memories. I totally get it. I just... I would rather, there's so many shooters on so many other consoles, I can't pick GoldenEye. So to me, it comes down to Mario Kart 64 and WWF No Mercy. Uh, those are my those are my favorite Nintendo 64 memories. I think they're two of the, the two of the best, if not the two best games on the console. Two great multiplayer games, which is what the Nintendo 64 is all about. And I gotta be honest, in my notes... I wrote WWF No Mercy, but I I think I've talked myself out of it, and I'm going to go with Mario Kart 64, only because this is not my favorite games. This is the must-own game, and Mario Kart 64, anyone can pick it up, play it, and have fun. If you're not a wrestling fan, or you, not everyone can pick up WWF No Mercy and enjoy it. Mario Kart 64 is just universally accessible and enjoyable and God damn it, I want to pick No Mercy. But no, I'm going to go, I'm going to say for a must-own game, Mario Kart 64. That'll be the pick for the Nintendo 64. Uh, oh, sorry, No Mercy, I'm sorry. Now, we already covered the Game Boy Color, so the Game Boy Advance, the GameCube, are the next system. So we'll get the Game Boy Advance out of the way first. I do not have a front runner for this console. This was during my bar hopping phase. I, I played next to no Game Boy Advance. My first thought is Mario Luigi Superstar Saga, but I'll think on it. We'll see if something you guys say changes my mind. Uh, SJ Flash wrote in and said Advance Wars. Dude, I really, I've never, I got, it's on my Super Nintendo Classic. I've got to play that fucking game because I love those styles of games. Darren said The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. Uh, Mark and Bradley McHugh are always up my ass to play that game. Kelly said Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green are must-own games. Luis wrote in and said Golden Sun. It's a great RPG. Shame that it kind of died off. Pi Messiah said Metroid Fusion. Now, the only game that you guys suggested that I've actually played is Metroid Fusion. And it's really, really good. That actually might be next week's episode of Remember the Game, FYI. We, we have it recorded. I just don't know what order I'm going to put them up in, but it might be. If it's not next week's, it's coming soon. We have an episode about that game. I did consider Metroid Fusion. I also considered Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Sorry to Pokemon, the Legend of Zelda, Minish Cap, Golden Sun, and Advance Wars. I just haven't played any of them. I can't pick them. You know what? Dude, oh. My, my must-own Game Boy Advance game is Mario Golf Advance Tour. That's it. It was a nice little kind of golf RPG mix. It was fucking awesome. It worked on handheld perfectly. I fucking love that game. That's my pick for sure. I could play that game for days. So, yeah, completely out of left field. That's my Game Boy Advance must-own game is Mario Golf. Anyone could play and enjoy that game. Anybody. Then there's the GameCube. 
Now, I know what my pick for the GameCube is without even thinking about it, but you guys had a ton. Uh, I don't think anyone picked mine, but we'll see. Uh, Andre, Pi Messiah, Jeffrey Mathis, Raging Demon, all said Super Smash Bros. Melee, of course. Vincent and Darren both said The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Luis and SJA Flash both said Metroid Prime. Kelly said Luigi's Mansion or Animal Crossing. Silver Grunion weighed in on only the GameCube and said Luigi's Mansion, WWF Day of Reckoning, Wind Waker, or Beautiful Joe. Dude, Beautiful Joe's a great fucking game, but you and Kelly both fucking cheated. That one kid, Nick, said Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Nick... It seems like sacrilege to pick a Sonic game as the one must-own game on a Nintendo console. I No disrespect to you or Sonic. That shit could get you thrown in gamer jail. I refuse to. No. I am not picking a Sonic game as the must-own game on a Nintendo system. That's him. No. Fuck no. No. It's that gif of Tracy Morgan where he's just doing the no. No. Hell no. No. It's, I feel like that. The popular picks amongst you guys are Metroid Prime, Luigi's Mansion, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, and of course, Super Smash Bros. Melee. Now, I have not played Luigi's Mansion. Uh, I'm sure it's probably fine, but I can't see how it beats out any of those games, so no, I can't do it. Metroid Prime is dope. I never finished it. I'm waiting impatiently for the inevitable Metroid Prime trilogy re-release that may never actually fucking come, but it better fucking come. So I can't pick that. Smash Melee is the obvious one, I think. I, I certainly can't fault anyone for picking it. Um... But I will, like, the one thing about Smash Melee, like, is Smash for everybody? Like, I, I guess none of these games are for everybody. That's, Legend of Zelda, my, it's, that's one of my personal favorites. I think it's the best Zelda game that people don't talk about. I love that game. I would also consider putting Mario Tennis and Mario Kart Double Dash in there as honorable mentions. But no, to me, like, so my pick is Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 to me is almost as important of game as Super Mario Brothers and Gears of War on the Xbox 360 to me personally in that it kind of brought me back to gaming and I played it late in its life. I'd never played a Resident Evil game before. I fell in love with it. When I inevitably do a favorite games of all time podcast, Resident Evil 4 is a contender for my top 10, maybe even my top five. I think it's perfect. I love the weird controls, the slow pace. I've bought it half a dozen times, but the GameCube iteration of it is the one I, I remember the most that I love the most. But is it, uh, I had it locked in as my must-own game, but I'm like, dude, is it the must-own game or is Smash Melee the must-own GameCube game? I like Resident Evil 4 substantially more. But if I was looking at someone's GameCube collection and I was like, dude, you gotta have... This is where it's like an internal conflict between picking my personal pick and turning or picking just what I think is the must-own... Second one I'm going to change. Uh, I had Resident Evil 4 written down. I'm I, Based on the description of how I consider a must-own game, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Super Smash Bros. Melee. I'll go with all your pick. I get it, but... Oh, God, I love Resident Evil 4. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Resident Evil 4. I'm fucking sorry. Uh, so now the Nintendo DS, 3DS, we're going to do them together. We really didn't even get that many suggestions for it, so we're just going to go with both of them combined considering that all the DS games are playable on the 3DS and stuff. Uh, Raging Demons and Street Fighter 4. Kelly picked like eight games. Kelly, you said Mario 3D Land which is better than Mario 3D World. That's what you said. I completely disagree on that but it is a great game. You also said Animal Crossing New Leaf, Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds, Tomodachi Life, Pokemon Moon. You broke the rules so horribly here you're disqualified. I can't do it anymore. You 
broke the rules. It is not must-own library. It's not must-own games. It's must-own game. And I've hurt my heart and picked between games too many times. You're disqualified. Out. You're dead. You're done. Disqualified. Done. <sighs> Luis said Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. Andre said Pokemon XY. So my contenders for the 3DS best must-own game are probably Link Between Worlds, Pokemon, Mario 3D Land, and Animal Crossing New Leaf. I got to whittle that list down. New Leaf is not going to be my pick, but it is the Animal Crossing game that I've played the most, and it really was at home on the 3DS. That was a great game. Pokemon X and Y, I personally, and I don't know if this is going to be a... Keep in mind that I'm an incredibly fair-weather casual Pokemon player. I think they're my second favorite after Red Blue, but I'm not going to put them ahead of Mario and Zelda. Fire Emblem Awakening is right there for me too. Mm. But Fire Emblem Awakening is such a niche title. I don't think that appeals to everybody. So to me, it's got to be either Mario 3D Land or The Link Between Worlds. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Link Between Worlds on this one. I think I am. I think, I think it's the best game on the system. I think it's it's it is my favorite game on the 3DS in the 3DS library. But I really think that's a great game for anyone. Like anyone could play. Just like how I feel like anyone could play Breath of the Wild, I think anyone could play uh Link Between Worlds. Maybe not anyone, but a lot of people. Like it it would be an accessible game to anybody. So I'm I'm going to boy, I love Mario 3D Land, but I'm going to I'm going to go with Link Between Worlds. Yeah, that's my 3DS game. That brings us to the Wii. Ugh. Fuck. <laughs> that so few of you wrote in with Wii game picks shows its legacy amongst Nintendo fans. Most Nintendo fans just write this system off. Vincent, Luis, and SGA Flash, some mockingly, some serious, all picked SG, or picked Wii Sports, uh, which is a great pick. Kelly, you listed like four. You've been disqualified, but you did mention New Super Mario Brothers and Mario Galaxy, which are both great picks. Darren said Animal Crossing. Good pick. Stitch also said Mario Galaxy. Now, I was ready to pick Mario Galaxy because it's fucking perfect, and I think anyone could play that game. I just think it's one of the best video games ever made. The problem is this is not the best Wii game. It is the must-own Wii game. And so I just, whether I want to or not, I think I got to agree with all of you that said Wii Sports. It's not that deep. It's not even that fun, but maybe more than any game on any console, Wii Sports is the must-own game on the Nintendo Wii. It is the Wii. Without Wii Sports, the Wii is useless. So I hate throwing shade at Mario Galaxy, but playing by the rules of a must-own game, it's got to be Wii Sports. just has to be. So God, the Wii fucking sucks. God, I hate that thing. Now the Wii U, look, I know we all make fun of it, I love, I love this little thing. I really, this is my Sega Saturn is the Wii U. I love this thing. Twilight Princess, Mario 3D World. Those are the two games that popped up regularly amongst all your picks. Most people just kind of wrote it off. But dude, there's some great, I could do a ranking episode for my, the best Wii U games. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, Super Mario 3D World, New Super Mario Brothers U, Mario Kart 8, Splatoon, Super Smash Brothers U, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD, Mario Maker. It is a small but mighty list of Wii U games. There's some great little treasures hidden on that thing. Now, if I was picking my favorite, again, Mario Kart 8, no question. But from the must-own game, in my opinion, for the Wii U, it's probably Mario Maker. 
It just, it was the best use of the touchpad. It fit the console perfectly. It was, it was like Wii Sports to the Wii, but for more, for the Wii U, in my opinion. I don't love it. I don't even really like it. But to me, it is the best all-encompassing use of the Wii U. The only caveat to that is that I think the Mario Maker servers are down. But for the sake of this discussion, they aren't. So Mario Maker is my must-own Wii U game. I think Splatoon is probably my runner-up. But again, servers. Um... I, dude, I think the Wii U is better than people think. It was just implemented horribly. It really is. It's my Saturn. It's Nintendo Sega Saturn. For all you that have a hard on for the Sega Saturn, I can kind of understand where you're coming from when you ask me about my opinions about the Wii U because I feel that I that's how I feel. And that brings us to the final system. It brings us to 2021 and the Nintendo Switch. This could get interesting because I there are two games that I whittled it down to, um, but I, I there's four or five that I expect to come up many times. Andre said Super Mario Odyssey. Luis said Fire Emblem Three Houses, and he said this is the perfect RPG machine, which I totally agree with. Raging Demon, <laughs> maybe the best comment of anybody. Raging Demon said the best Switch game is the eShop. It's super difficult and an annoying game, but you can unlock other games that are awesome. They just all happen to be in-game purchases. I love that. Well done, Demon. Paying attention. Darren and Matt McLean both said The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Flash said, can I say Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? Absolutely you can. No One Cares said Mario Maker 2. So, I mean... Obviously, it's, I mean, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8, Fire Emblem, Super Smash Brothers, they're all right there. The Switch is rad, but those are, I think those, I think we can all agree, those are the heaviest of the heavy hitters. And then that, that's with respect to games like Fire Emblem, uh, Mario Maker 2, which I don't love, but I understand the love for Animal, like it's, I, uh, I'm going to eliminate Fire Emblem, I'm going to eliminate Smash Ultimate, I'm going to eliminate Mario Odyssey, I'm going to eliminate Mario Maker 2. To me, the must-own game for the Switch has got to be Animal Crossing New Horizons, Breath of the Wild, or Mario Kart 8. It has to. And, and it, all three fit the definition perfectly. It really comes down to personal personal taste. So because this is my must-own game, I'm going to eliminate Animal Crossing New Horizons because I don't play those. I, don't, I just don't play it. Um, now, my favorite game is Mario Kart 8. And on the Switch, it's the best-selling Switch game. It's got the biggest player base. It's a phenomenon. But Breath of the Wild is, and I don't care what anyone says, Breath of the Wild on the Nintendo Switch is the best launch game in the history of video games. It just, it shows you what the Switch can do. It's a masterpiece, holds up today. It doesn't, it's not like some launch games that kind of come outdated by the end. Breath of the Wild is the best launch game ever created, ever. So what's the must-own game for the Nintendo Switch? Is it the gorgeous phenomenal technically advanced launch game in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild or is it the port of a failed Wii U game that everybody owns and plays in Mario Kart 8 I fuck I'm gonna I'm trying not to think with my heart because my heart says Mario Kart 8 you know what actually I am gonna say Mario Kart 8 not because I like it better although I do but because I think it's more accessible to everyone I think anyone can play Breath of the Wild my girlfriend doesn't play a lot of video games and she loves Breath of the Wild. But anyone can play Mario Kart. Young and old, anyone can play it, which is a single Joy-Con. It's multiplayer. So if you have multiple kids in one Nintendo Switch, they can all play at the same time and won't be fighting over it based on sales numbers. It's the best-selling game on the console. So statistically, it is almost a must-own. It's got a great player base to this day. It Breath of the Wild is right there. I wouldn't even present a counter-argument to someone that said that their pick for a must-own Switch game is Breath of the Wild. I wouldn't even argue with you. Wouldn't even. It's the game most associated with the Switch in my mind. But if I have to pick a must-own, 
everyone that owns a Nintendo Switch should own Mario Kart 8. It's the perfect party game, multiplayer, everything. I just explained it. But they're both, God, that's hard, man. So that's it. I changed my mind on two Nintendo must-owns from my own list. NES, Super Mario Brothers, Game Boy, Tetris, Super Nintendo, Donkey Kong Country 2, Nintendo 64, I had said no mercy, changed my mind to Mario Kart 64, Game Boy Color, Link's Awakening DX, <clears throat> excuse me, GameCube, I had said Resident Evil 4, I changed my mind to Super Smash Brothers Melee, Game Boy Advance, Mario, Car- Mario Golf Advance Tour, the Wii is Wii Sports, Nintendo 3DS DS is Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds, the Wii U is Mario Maker, the Nintendo Switch is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And that, boy, that was hard. But that'll do it. That was a that was a difficult episode. And not only was it a difficult episode for me to pick the games, it was a difficult episode to write. There were so many comments from you guys. I was, know that I'm just breaking your balls when I'm yelling at you all for cheating. I was trying to fit as many of your comments in as I can. So thank you to everyone that played. I'm going to give you guys a bit of a sneak peek. The next two expansion passes, I already have them planned out. Episode 49 next Sunday is right around the Switch's fourth birthday. So I just want to look back at the first four years of the Nintendo Switch, the ups and downs, what I think the future holds. And it's just going to be, it's a birthday party for the Nintendo Switch. And then for episode 50 in two weeks, I wanted to do a ranking episode again for a little while. We did that NES top 20 games for a, uh, a month, a few months ago. People seem to really like it. So for milestone-ish episode number 50, I'm going to rank my top 20 favorite SNES games of all time. Lock them in. So unless something insane happens, that's the plans for the first couple episodes in March. Thank you, everybody, for the support. Thank you for getting us so close to 200 Patreons. We're going to be there fucking very, very soon. I'm so excited about that. Uh... Keep this thing onward and upward, guys. We're keep growing. We are going to take over the retro gaming community one weed at a time. Wait, we're the weed. So one. No, but we'll keep it latching on to all you, the other weeds. It... I can't think of a way to end this. So I'm just going to leave. Thanks again for listening. You can see a full list of every episode of Expansion Pass in the archives at RememberTheGamePodcast.com. Our subscriptions start at $2 a month. We offer annual subscriptions that'll save you your 12th month's fees. And 5% of our Patreon income is donated to Extra Life for the Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton every year as part of my 24-hour stream. Hundreds of extra ad-free podcasts, access to our Discord, the ability to write into the shows and play, play one, remake one, erase one, and all that stuff. Help pick the games that we play and cover on the podcast and so much more. Patreon.com slash remember the game. Thanks. Cheers. Whatever.